coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School, brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Hour two of Old School here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am Rico, joined by Jay Foreman. DP is maybe still out in Vegas, probably back in Lincoln, taking in a, a buffer day from his vacation, which is totally understandable and completely deserved. <laughs> you guys can... <laughs> hey, look, you always say you learn, because last time he went, uh, went to New York, I think he realized that... Uh, he came back immediately. Came back and immediately just... and... Uh, you could proceeded. tell. You could tell. Yeah. So, hey, more power there. to him. Um, you know, rest up, recharge. Excited to see what he, you know, what he all got into. Uh, the big things I think were UFC and uh, Chris Rock, and he's talked about WWF was there as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what else he got into. Uh, Old school is sponsored by Sand Hills Global. Sand Hills Global is looking for to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, travel support, software development, web design. And many, many more career and internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters located here in Lincoln, Nebraska, the hotbed with hot temperatures this week, uh, close to 100. But you can uh, apply today at sandhills.jobs. Nice. Also, an evening with the Huskers. That's a thing that's happening this month. Actually, July 18th from 6 to 9 p.m., Tanner Sports Bar and Grill and Tavern 180 are proud to present an evening with the Huskers presented by us here at 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, there will be some special guests there at Tanner's and Tavern 180. Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn Mathis, Trey Palmer, and a couple Husker coaches with Husker Online Sean Callahan serving as the MC. Are you? If you're listening to this and wondering, wow, I would love to go there and meet these people. What do I have to do? Well, Go to theticketfm.com. We've got a banner there. Click on the banner. It'll cost you $199 per person, but that $199 not only gets you uh, in the door, in the room with all of these special people, but it also gets you a cocktail hour with appetizers and drinks from Tavern 180 and Tanner's, a delicious Wagyu steak dinner from Tavern 180, and an open bar from 6 to 9 p.m. From 6 to 7, registration and photographs. Dinner served at 7, 7.45. You can hear from the coaches and the players who will be taking questions and sharing their thoughts on what might be going on this upcoming season. And at 9, final comments and wrap-up. Seating is limited. First 100 people to go to theticketfm.com right now and sign up will get their seats. Again, first 120 people, $199 per person. July 18th, Tanner Sports Run Girl Tavern 180, an evening with the Huskers. We have our own table. We'll have some people there. I don't know who's going, but we'll have some people there. Yeah, it sounds like uh, – I know DP will be there. People that uh, you should sign up, man. I mean, uh, the season's – look, once you hit July, it's, it's starting to be fast-forwarded. It's July 5th and uh, with the games, all, what, August 27th? 27th, yeah. So, essentially, what is that, four, seven weeks until they play, give or take, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so seven weeks, man. That's that's. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's that's right around the corner. So, uh, you know, look it, when you're whether you're a player getting ready or coach getting ready, you know, you're you know this is the time football's in the air. You know, they always, uh, you know, your body clock knows when uh, you know training camp's about to start, and you know when it's about to be uh, on, and uh, you know the all the off season stuff and all the pictures and the social media and stuff you know, that stuff is coming to a head and, and about to be over, you know, yeah, NIL and all that stuff is great, but, you know, your most profitable NIL is you getting out there making plays. And, uh, you know, th- those plays aren't made just on Saturdays or uh, whenever the games are played. So, um, you know, the pressure is there. The pressure is about to be ramped up. Um, you know, the you know when you go just say from December to, say, June, you know, that's seven months of kind of, you know, kitty kitty games you know mm-hmm. um whether social media and then you're you know hiring coaches you're going through recruiting and then you're getting your class and all then you go through spring ball and spring game and all that stuff uh, maybe another kind of round of kind of transfer portal uh but now uh you play for keeps right you're playing mm-hmm. you know where you're where you're preparing for games or you should be prepared for games um where they keep score and um everything you know counts every day every minute counts um you know you're going to need all the help you can get um you know don't 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 fall in love with the schedule on paper you just worry about the first game and and go from there and and put everything into you know um beating northwestern that's the most important game uh, on the schedule it's the only game right now um and nothing else matters after that you're focusing on Northwestern. You've been focusing on Northwestern since the end of the season. So you should, yeah. I mean, look, you can't, you know, you can have all the different sayings and all that, but essentially, you have to have the mindset of that's our that's it's our first game. It's a huge game. Um, it's a tremendous amount of opportunity along with pressure. Um, the best way to deal with any type of pressure is to go out there and play good football and win. That's it. Mm-hmm. And it's not all on the coaches. It's not all on the players. It's not all on the administration. It's not all on the janitors. It's not all on the security guards. It's everybody has to do their job. Um, how, however, how small or how big, um, you know. And so it's a tremendous opportunity for individual players, every single one of them on the team. Uh, and it's a tremendous opportunity for the team in position groups as a as a you know as a as a group and as a whole. And the coaching staff, um, in in the in the football program, which you know, look, once you're a part of the football program, you always are, and um, you know, it's it's something that if you if it you know you you approach it with the right mindset, um, you know, we before I, you know, everything will take care of itself, and and yeah, you know, look, I I I get it, you know, you got four new coaches, and you got a, who knows what type of offense, um. But, you know, I think when it comes down to it, playing football, you, you know, I think, you know, the, the coaching staff and the players go out there and, and perform well, you know. So, um, yeah, sure, it'll be learning curve, you know, um, as there will be on a little bit on defense. Not that it's a new scheme, but, you know, the, the you know, I have a tremendous amount of confidence in Shenander and Dawson um, and Fisher um, and, and Barrett because um, – being being able to be consistent in a, in a in a pretty productive defense in the situations that they were in at times over the last couple of years, you know it's not just all of the coordinator; it's everybody pitching in. 
Um, but the transition will be just because of new players, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, you could probably, like, call a defense. And I can't speak for Shenander, but I just – I've been in this situation as a player um, with a – with an older coordinator that I knew very well and with a new coordinator that was kind of green. Well, Shenander's an older coordinator. We had been together for a while. Matter of fact, it was when I was with Coach McBride to where Coach McBride knew that I could put together the defenses that he was calling. Mm -hmm. I could make a check in and out of the front or coverage based on experience, you know, and um, they're lucky enough to have – um, Luke Reimer and Nick Heinrich as far as that doing that but then there's going to be some new players that are taking on bigger roles and it's not players that hadn't played before but it's different from going from a rotational player to you know full-fledged mm -hmm. starter you got to prepare different the teams are preparing for you um, and so it's a, it'll be a little bit of a transition but I think they'll they'll be able to work through that or have worked through it through spring they'll they'll get the new guys you know with the uh, Oshan win and Drew in there, and they'll make it. And all those guys have played before. Mm -hmm. They've been at big time programs. They've won games. They know how to prepare. Now there's, you know, they, you know, from what I've heard, they just jumped right in with everybody else, and they'll just, you know, be a part of the team. You know, everybody knows that it's different from practice to a game, obviously. But how different is it going from a guy who, who only practiced, didn't really see much game reps, <laughs> to then being a guy who is you know first team practices and then having to get in the game when it's you know money time and <laughs> and trying to do something it's it's hard i went from uh i played my last game in high school came down here red shirted so i went a whole year just practicing mm -hmm. practice being a you know practice dummy no chance of playing um then you go through the off season spring practice i'm out there starting it, it's it's hard but the emphasis, but the thing that we always did was we practiced at such a high rate and game speed that that's the only thing I knew how to do in the game. Is it was just kind of like second nature. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of the things that coach told me was um, that I remember talking to one of my high school coaches and talking to my dad about you know making that transition. He was like, "Look, man." I'm going to break it down really simple for you. You go out there and practice as hard as you can. You prepare every single day like it's a game. There is no days off. And then once you get out there on Saturday, or in this case the first game was at Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State on a Thursday night, he's like, all you're going to be doing is showing those 45, 40 or 50,000 people how you practice. That's the only difference. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Because my dad was like, are you going to play harder? Maybe, but not really if you practice hard. Are you going to, you know be more in that in tune he's like everything that you get ready to do for a practice you do for a game you're going to study tape you're going to prepare mentally for practice because you're going into a physical practice it wasn't like you're going from you know practicing half speed to playing Alabama we were practicing against the best mm -hmm. so you had to bring it every day and um you know then so that once I kind of took on that mentality 
you know, that was great. You know, kind of, you know, physically I could go out there and play. The biggest transition for me was make the transition from being out there, I wouldn't say participating, but playing not to make a mistake and make the only the plays I knew I had to make yeah. versus going out there and balling and playing football. That's the hardest thing. And that just comes from experience, gaining confidence, and really, really being being dug in day in and day out. And then once I kind of – and you and, and a coach can't make you, like, not feel that way. Uh, your teammates can, but it's usually inside you where you're like, okay, I can play. I was gonna I was gonna ask you how much not how much does it fall on, but how much can a a teammate out there with you help you to realize oh, they can. Like, oh, like oh, they you're can, not yeah. you're not here to make, you know, the big play. You're here to do the right thing and if you happen to make the big play, right. you know, that'll happen. And that's what we did. Everybody did their job and of course, you know, there's guys that, you know, got home on you know, rushing a passer and stuff like that and had some playmakers, but everybody kinda was taking advantage of doing the right thing and um because the plays, you know, the plays will be made. You know, you'll make your 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 enough. You'll make enough plays, as you saw it, and guys will you know be well rewarded for it. So, um, you know, I was big. Phil Ellis was huge for me. Um, he kind of like you know let me tag along with him. He always made sure I was where I needed to be. He always made sure that I was playing with superior confidence and I was attacking every day as I should. Um, and then once I kind of learned that way, then I was able to kind of take it a step further then the conversations became real to where when when I wasn't just you know just talking about making sure that my cover nine drop was good was it like okay well in this situation cover nine and we got flow away you know if you push a little bit harder I got everything underneath and in, in mid so go ahead and feel free you know and you know so those are the conversations and then you start talking about the defensive line fronts and stuff like that to where okay this is where I can fit and against this team, we might change our fit. So we're out there conversating amongst each other and piggybacking off each other. And so, and then that's when you kind of really like, you don't say like, feel like you arrived, but you know that you can play. Now you're just going out there and making the plays. Now you just want to make sure that you're getting the fruits of your labor, putting in the work every day, um, day in and day out. And then the, the payoffs, the games. So is that, you know, talking about, you know, talking on the field, how much does getting together off the field, you know, maybe not even talking football, but just being able to yeah. being able to talk to somebody because you you could be with somebody day in and day out and not say a word, and you get to the game and and you know you it's hard to talk to them because you just I mean I understand yeah, that you're a, playing football, a, there's but there's it's just a block. Like a block, right? Yeah, there's a block. I mean, it's it's huge. Like everybody on our defenses, you know, we hung out. You know, granted, you have your little groups that you hang out with, but when we were in the weight room, you know, we were in a tr you know training table, everybody, you know always were together and we worked out together we pushed each other we knew you know things about each other we hung out in the locker room and so it's easier for and plus everybody had the ultimate respect for each other because we know we were all laying it on the line mm -hmm. there wasn't a doubt there was never once i looked in the huddle knew this guy wasn't ready to sell out so the conversations are already real right there because we already know we're in it together so I know what you put into it. You, you you know you know what I put into it. So we're we're in it together. Um, this is how we're gonna do it, and this is what we're gonna do. And and you, and it was a lot of selfless acts to where I'm trying to do things to run it to perfection, not for myself, but for the whole defense. That's it. when you asked the question before the you know coming out of the break was the biggest thing as far as getting to the pass pass rusher is 
of course, talent is there. The effort, you know, that should be a guarantee, which, you know, I know Coach Dawson will get it out of him, and, and he, he'll – you could say demand it, but it's just expected. If you don't play hard for Dawson, you ain't going to play. Yeah. You know, and that's uh, great. That's breath of fresh air. So you do that. You know, when they're running stunts or when they're running in, in their pass rush, they just need to, you know, attack it and, and understand that just because you might not think this particular defense is not called for you, you can still get home. Uh, when you're running TE stunts, ET stunts, or running blitzes, um, run it with a hundred hundred percent effort in in the mental mindset that you're doing it for a bigger purpose than yourself mm-hmm. and generally it'll also pay off for you as well that's how you can get consistent pressure everybody looks at sack numbers right hits on the quarterback getting them off the spot making them go to the second or third read those things are probably just as in, in, important or maybe in some cases more important than than getting the number of sacks because you can get a lot of fool's gold sacks you know yeah. i mean We've had some, you know, like I think with the Davis ones, we had a lot of sacks. Weren't really doing well at times, you know what I mean? So, you know, I think that, you know, playing good defense and getting off on third down is huge. And and, uh, pressure and being in the right spot at the right time is is something that they probably, you know, will be looking towards. The amount of trust needed to to not only have a successful defense, you know, play in and play out, but the amount of trust needed to – to believe that the guy next to you, the guy behind you, is going to be in the right spot and make that play. If you, you know, you you know you're going to be in the right spot and you're going to try and make the play. But if you happen to mess up, the amount of trust to know that somebody somebody's going, going to be, to be there, there, you're right. You should to, always to be the there. Mess. Like I'm going to have your back, um, because you know eventually I'm going to need you, right? Um, and you know you should practice and prepare for the championship moments or the times that are really really down and dirty to where you don't want to be that guy that busts the coverage. You don't want to be the guy that isn't running the stunt hard and doesn't loop around and doesn't tackle um, Spencer Rattler against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that. You want to be the guy that every play that you're you're running in practice, and especially the ones when you're tired or you feel like this hasn't worked, but I'm just going to go through the motions. Mm-hmm. Those are the plays that you really need to crank it up with and push yourself through because eventually, it's weird how sports work. I call them like the sports gods and football gods, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the most pressure and intense moments, they show you more about yourself than when you're beating like Northwestern where we won fifty six seven or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the the fifty fifty balls, how you practice, how you finish. Those are the things that show in pressure moments. The amount of work that you put in will show in because it's second ones. nature. Yeah, because everybody's going to give a hundred percent when you're blowing Northwestern head off. Yeah, what are you going to do when it's tight? You know, do you have enough game reps from practice that is second nature to finish, mm-hmm. right? To finish a run, to finish a block, you know, to go with that second effort for a receiver to go down and throw. You know, a cut block, or I don't know if they can cut anymore, but try to get in front of somebody to spring Rico for an extra five or ten yards that moves the chains, that allows the off- mm-hmm. offensive coordinator to be, you know, more aggressive or more strategic as you're going into the green zone. Those last five yards that get your field goal, your field goal kick into a range where he's comfortable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all extremely bad. Can you, can you concentrate in the fourth quarter and not jump off sides before the quarterback's hands are? Or even ready to get the snap? Mm-hmm. Are you? Do, I mean, how do you, you know what I mean? Before yeah. we're nobody, everybody's just getting down the stance, and you're jumping. And you're off. jumping. It doesn't make any sense. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah, the pr- practice is key. Practicing hard is even more important, and making sure that right. you are prepared for every it's the little moment, things that kinda, every moment that could pop up. The little things are so huge. 
in every sport, especially practice. You know, it's a, you know it's a big deal around here. We had great practice, but practicing, uh, you know, and that's an individual choice, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, there's there's a there's a unique ability with some athletes and a lot of guys now that can go out and kind of fake it through practice. But again, those are the guys you can't count on yep. because eventually, when you need them. They don't have anything. The the confidence comes confidence in sports generally comes from the work you put in. Because you feel like I put in the work, I deserve the outcome. Mm-hmm. When you know you haven't put in the true work, whether it's all through the off season, are you the guy that kind of breezes through workouts and knows how to kind of like manipulate the system? You're going just hard enough to not be you know last and not give yourself away, right. but you're not you, going hard enough to make yourself tired. Yeah, and you're not going hard enough to make yourself better. Yeah. Okay. When you get into pressure and you're playing against guys that have been going hard and made themselves pre- better, you're not ready. You're not ready, and it'll show. You're right. It'll show. All right. We're, <laughs> we're gonna go to a break. Maybe some more practice. I have I have another practice question for Mr. J. Foreman. We'll hit that on the other side of the break. If you guys have any questions, if you want to join the conversation, four zero two four six four five six eight five Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarger Heyman Text Line, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, Sarger Heyman Jewelers Live Video Stream. We'll be right back on Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.